What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. The trucking industry is an awesome place to work. They, there are great companies, great vendors, great manufacturers, great suppliers. And we have tons of good education, you know, great companies, great thought leaders. If this industry is your lifeblood and, and how you put food on your table, I encourage you to attend and to address it from a business standpoint. Come to the show prepared, hit the people that you want to hit. Um, you get out of the show what you put into it, honestly. Turn my mic up. Take there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. Okay, Truck and Hustle fam, we are back with another amazing episode. And I have a very, very special guest, guest with us today. I have Mr. Toby Young from the Mid-American Trucking Show, taking place in about a month in Louisville, Kentucky. Very excited to have you on the show. Toby, welcome to Truck and Hustle, sir. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Ramon. So, Toby, uh, this year for the first time, Truck and Hustle will be involved with the Mid-American Trucking Show. We'll be doing a educational panel about the flow of money in trucking. It'll be myself, Mr. Dean Croak from DAT, uh, Grace Marr from OTR Solutions, and Adam Wingfield from Innovative Logistics. Wanted to thank you for allowing us to grace the stage this year. Really excited about that. And I just wanted to, you know, kind of get on here with you real quick and introduce you to our audience. For those who have not heard about Matt, who's been living under a rock for the last couple, you know, years. I um, wanted to talk about what Matt's is and, you know, what you guys have been bringing to the industry. Really amazing events. I think you guys do almost 70,000 people, you know, in attendance. Really, really awesome. So welcome to the show. And, um, you know, just let's just kind of get started, man. So first, you know, kind of tell the audience about yourself, Toby. You know, who are you and, and what's your involvement in Matt's? Sure. Well, first, let me thank you for having me on here and for getting involved in our education sessions Really excited to have you and everything you bring to the show. Hoping to get some of your audience out at Matt's. And like I say, anybody who hasn't heard about the show, uh, let's get them out there and let them see what it's about and uh, start that new, uh, you know, new repeat attendance from them. <laughs> That's um, right. So for me, I'm Toby Young. I'm the show manager for Matt's Mid-America Trucking Show. It's the big show that takes place in Louisville, Kentucky each year. You know, typically have 60,000 to 70,000 attendees. Uh, 850 to 1,000 exhibiting companies, about a million square feet of exhibit space, uh, lots of events, both educational, entertaining, networking, just uh, a little bit of everything, something for everyone. And, you know, it's uh, something that if you're in trucking, you've really got to attend to better yourself, better your business uh, and just become more efficient, profitable in the business of trucking. For sure. What is the origin story of Matt's, man? When did you guys get started with this trucking show? Just just talk about the, the, the beginnings. Sure. So the show began in 1972. It's uh, 51 years ago or so. Uh, my grandfather, Paul K. Young, started the show. He worked for the Kentucky Trucking Association. Uh, he and some friends decided that the landscape of heavy-duty trucking trade shows wasn't what they wanted it to be. There was a big show taking place out west, and they wanted a show out this way. And so um, got together with some investors, 
put on a show uh, in 1972. That was the first year they ha- held it. It was, I think, 98 exhibiting companies and between three and 4,000 attendees. Little bitty show took place in a portion of the East Hall. And now we've grown to a million square feet, South Wing, East Wing, North Wing, West Wing, Pavilion, indoors, outdoors, meeting space, just everything they have, we put it to good use. Um, the show has grown to be just not exhibits, but education, events, networking. Um, we have so many other events under our umbrella. There really is something for everyone in trucking. Got it. When when your grandfather first, uh, you know, started with, with the, the Mid-American, was it called the Mid-American Trucking Show? That Was that the original name first? Yeah, yeah. So they started Mid America Trucking Show. At the time, there was a North American Trucking Show. There was an international trucking show. Um, you know, one in Boston, one in California. And so Mid America, we you know just built ourselves as the Middle of America Trucking Show. Yeah. So it, it worked out. Got it. What What was the original intention for the show? Was it to kind of show off trucks? Was it to it was an education? What was the original intention for it for for having the show in the first place? So really it was, you know, if you think back to 1972, no internet, you know, it was print publications. There was no email or any of these other means of communications and promotional channels. And so everything was in person. And so the idea was to have an in-person event that showcased all of the latest in trucking. And so if you can think about it, like back then, and we have some photos on our site, um, you know, the, the trucks were a big deal. The trailers were a big deal, but there was no like technology. It was all physical technology. And so to look back at some of the photos, it was a lot of equipment, um, you know, no crazy lighting or any of that type of stuff. <laughs> it was just an indoor show that showcased the latest equipment and, you know, got people out to talk about, you know, lots of discussion around, um, regulations and deregulation. And if you think back to what trucking was way back then, um, just a lot of changes taking place. Um, And so there was a lot of really high level discussion taking place at that time, just like there is these days with Matt's. Yeah, not much has changed, right? <laughs> in, in in 1972, man, and I, and I and I don't mean to harbor there because we'll get we'll get to current. But how did they get the word out, man? How did they how they get the word out to everybody to come to Kentucky to to come and congregate there, man? How 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 that happen? Because we like could say we didn't have internet back then, right? So how did the word travel? Sure. So it was, um, I mean, going back 20, 30 years, even that you know the. There was no email or any of the you know simple means of communication that we have these days, and so, like even to send out brochures, it was all direct mail. They took out ads in you know traditional newspapers. There was a few trucking publications at the time, and so went that route as well. At the time, there were other events, and so they would promote this event at other events, like association events. You know, all of the the trucking association events, especially the the ones really close to Kentucky. Um, would visit those and promote this as a means of getting to your association audience, showcasing some products of manufacturers and, you know, just having real trucking discussions, um, you know, networking. It wasn't called that back then, but that's what was going on is, you know, lots of high level discussions, meeting with um, the legislatures, the um, all the manufacturers, the engineers, the salespeople. Um, that's how we all had discussions and kind of brought the industry forward was just traditional old face-to-face. Got it. And then at what point did you get involved in the business? You said this was your grandfather. So were you like a, a young kid running around at the truck show? Tell me about that. 
So I'm proud to say that I've worked every truck show since I was, I guess, 13 years. So I'm going to give everybody my age, but that puts (laughs) me at like 34 years of, you know, participating in events. So even, you know, when I was in high school and college, I would still come back to work events. Not like I do now. Uh, You know, I would help work a registration desk or be the gopher, you know, whatever needed to be done, I would do. But I came on full time um, in 2001. At that time, the show was kind of undergoing a transition. Um, you know, my family has always been involved in the show, and there was some family transition taking place and, and trucking transition taking place. And so this this isn't what I went to school for, uh, to be <laughs> candid. It, uh, I have degrees in chemistry and chemical engineering. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So this is uh, not the career path for someone to get into um, events and sales and things like that. But um it's worked out. I'm, I'm the last remaining young. Um, you know, it's uh, a job that I really love and, and enjoy. I've been doing this full time for, I guess, 22 years now uh, through the roller coaster ride. That is, um, you know, all the macroeconomic stuff, the COVID and, you know, all, all everything just in the last 22 years. It's uh, never a dull moment around here. Yeah. What's the toughest part about putting together a show like this? Because it's it's a huge undertaking. You guys have 70,000 people in attendance. Like, 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 tell me about that. I know it has to be like a pressure cooker for sure. Just, you know, making sure everybody is, you know, where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be there. But but tell me about, you know, what it takes to kind of put something like this together. It um, honestly, it's hard to put into words. Um, you know, for us, we put on this mega show. It's a top 20 show in, in the country and all of North America size wise. Um, but we have a staff of four full time employees. And so it's a year round planning event for us. We handle all of the production, sales, marketing, um, sell all the exhibit space. We do all the attendance promotion. We take care of all the registration, handle the website, handle our show directory, just Everything's soup to nuts. We we handle it in house. Uh, when the show rolls around, we do bring on some some temp staff to help us with uh, you know what it takes to put on a, a huge event like that. And obviously, we have a lot of vendors involved as well. But um, the biggest struggle for me is just finding enough time to to serve the attendees, exhibitors, and and industry like we want to. Uh, there's just so much going on. It's it's hard to keep up with everything right now. Like we talked before we started the interview, it's just our crazy time where <laughs> yeah. all the last minute uh, requests and changes and, you know, just we all live in the same world. We're all super busy with work and life and uh, some things slip through the cracks. And so it's our job to help uh, address those in a timely manner and make sure we're all on the same page. And ultimately the show gets built as it should be to showcase truly what the the trucking industry is for all the attendees and exhibitors that'll be there. Got it. Over the years, you said you've been running the show for 22 years now. What has been your favorite part or, or, or some of your favorite moments of, of, of Matt's that you can kind of remember if you could name like maybe two or three that really stand out in your mind as really, really, really cool moments. Uh, for me, it's, it's hard to put into singular moments, but definitely some things that have transpired just, Growing the show when we, I guess it would have been back in like 05, 06 timeframe, there was a new wing unveiled and we filled it up our very first year. That was awesome. Um, getting the education stuff going like you'll be a part of, you know, something that wasn't part of what we were doing five or six years ago. And so, you know, pushing that as a feature of the show, um, we have a custom truck beauty championships that takes place as part of the show. 
Um, we took that over two years ago and kind of taking it to the next level, um, you know, introducing our oversight and management of has really taken it uh, to the next stage. And we're hoping to still grow that. And just, um, I enjoy, I enjoy everything that I do. Definitely want to pull my hair out at times. It's just all <laughs> of the, the struggles and running out of time and all that fun stuff. Cause it's like, uh, you have this big deadline that's just always looming over your head and you have 10,000 things to get finished before you get there. And right. so it's this always in the back of your mind, you have this clock ticking and you just know that deadline isn't going anywhere. There's going to be <laughs> attendees rolling in come Thursday morning and you got to have it set up and ready to go. So that's for uh, sure. Yeah. It, it can be a struggle, but I really do love it. It's a, it's a great job. Got it. Who, who is Matt's for? Right. And, and how do you navigate this show? Because it's huge. Right. So when you when you show up, you're going to pull up and you're going to be probably overwhelmed by all the people there, all the things happening. How how does somebody navigate the show over the of the course of the, the, the days that they're there? Sure. So it is overwhelming. One hundred percent. I think just to get it out there and um, to put it in your listeners minds that it, it pays dividends if you plan. And so for us, it's. You know, 850 exhibitors, million square feet, 60 plus events, lots of um, networking, education, fun, everything else. But you're going to be best served if you can only be here a day or two to plan. And so right now you can visit our site. You can map out an itinerary of all the exhibitors you'd like to visit, kind of make your plans for the events that you want to hit. Um, take care of any ticketing that you might need to for those events. You can just you know, kind of build your itinerary and it will help you make the most efficient use of the show. You know, it's there's no way you can see this whole show in a day's time. And so you really have to plan what you want to see, what you want to do, um, you know, figure out how you think that the show can benefit your business and then visit with those folks. It's this is your opportunity to see, you know, the engineer behind that app that you use every day or the people behind the load board that you do or. Um, you know, even some of the manufacturers that manufacture the products that that you use every day. This is your opportunity to get with them, understand how they're changing their product, what their um, what their roadmap is, and to make sure that you're on board with it and even offer feedback. It's just a great opportunity to discuss the products and services you use every day and to meet with the associations and, you know, legislators, regulators that oversee the business of trucking. So FMCSA is there, CVE, DOT, all of these associations play a role. And so if if this industry is your lifeblood and, and how you put food on your table, I encourage you to attend and to address it from a business standpoint. Come to the show prepared, hit the people that you want to hit. Um, you get out of the show what you put into it, honestly. Got it. Is there anything that you're looking forward to this year specifically that you could talk about? Sure. Uh, the education. We have tons of good education, you know, great companies, great thought leaders. Love for all of your listeners to partake in that. It really does benefit their careers. Excited about that. Excited about. So we have a new VIP breakfast that okay. uh, where Bosch, Amazon, um, Schneider National and 10th Street are putting on this event where they talk about the future of logistics. Um, it's a paid event, but it's some really high level speakers it includes breakfast. It's going to be a really great event that we'll have at this year's show. Um, on Thursday night, we have our opening reception, free to everyone, great networking. Um, Owido will be there. Triumph will be there. Lots of companies participating as well. 
Uh, we have beer, uh, craft beer tasting. We have bourbon tasting. We have um, all these different activities, bourbon bottle dipping, cornhole. Uh, we have a silent auction to benefit St. Christopher's Fund. Just all of these different names, companies, uh, charities that you hear about in trucking, they're all at the show. And so they all participate in these events. It's a great opportunity to get involved and you know really get back to the industry you participate in. Friday, we have a free concert brought to you by uh, DAT Freight and Analytics. Saturday, we've got a truck pool. Um, you know, it's a truck and tractor pool just as the show closes. All throughout the show, education that you're participating in. We've got the, um, the Truck Beauty Championships that take place all during the show. Huge award ceremony. Um, just there's something for everyone. You really have to see it to believe it. Um, <laughs> you know, you walk the show floor and you just see all these big trucks and equipment and apps and companies and everything else. I can't describe it to do it justice. You really got to see it for yourself. Factoring invoices has become a common practice in the trucking industry over the last few years. In fact, recent studies have shown that carriers who decide to factor their invoices are 30% more likely to still be in business after five years when compared to those who do not factor. Factoring creates a consistent influx of capital that can be put back into your business to help sustain operations and drive future growth. All right, guys, Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO, powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll, and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. Wow. The, the industry has 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 changed over the years, you know, for the good and, and for the bad. Right. Obviously, there's been introduction, like a lot of technology. Um, and, and but, you know, the carriers are struggling right now. Right. There's there's a, a lot of uh, issues with the market. You know, fuel prices are up. You know, rates aren't where, you know, a lot of carriers want to be. And I know that you have a heavy, heavy carrier presence at Mets. So what, what is what's kind of like the spirit coming into the trucking show this year? What, what's the feedback that you're getting from maybe some of your vendors, some of the companies? How do they feel about the industry in totality? Sure. I think um, just what you hear, you know, kind of reading the tea leaves, it's we're all in the same boat. We recognize there's a lot of external forces kind of keeping the industry down. Rates aren't where we'd like them. Fuel is higher than we'd like. Just all these different macroeconomic as well as you know, trucking specific factors that are coming into play. Have you ever found yourself scrolling through financial news and wondering, how does any of this affect me? How can I read a major headline and truly understand what impact that has on not only my portfolio, but my life? Well, our goal on the podcast Inside the Street, hosted by Wall Street analyst Sela Shifre Partners, is to provide public investors and young professionals with a deeper understanding of the mechanics that drive those major headlines. And what better way to dive into these mechanics than hosting Wall Street analysts themselves to discuss the newest trends in finance firsthand? Well, on our show, we bring you real perspectives from the front line. Hearing these analysts give commentary has made our listeners much more well-versed on the financial markets. This approach to discussion allows our listeners to engage in conversation with much more educated opinions and predictions. So be sure to check out our show, Inside the Street, wherever you find your podcast. Um, and we're all aware of it. But they still want to be here. That's the beauty of it is that, you know, despite all of these external factors that would say, hey, don't spend the money to come to a show, don't travel, focus on this or that. 
Matt's is really a, a must-see event if you're in the business of trucking. It's it's how you can address some of those things. So we have, you know, the the load boards that can help you get the best prices for your loads. Even if they're depressed, still, if you can eke out another percent or two by going to the right load boards or attending an education session that focuses on, you know, how to get the best um, for your loads or how to negotiate with brokers, you know, these types of things, these help your business. And so while there may be a, a cost to it, I think um, on the exhibiting side and on the attending side, the reality is it pays dividends. There's there's a cost to not being there and that's not being informed, <laughs> not being able to network with the folks that you need to network with, not being able to see the next products that are coming down the pike. And so to know, hey, I wanna buy that or I need to you know, investigate and demo this product. You can do all that at this show. We have ride and drives to demo equipment. We have demo of apps and load boards and all this new technology. You can get hands on with it. And it's a, a one-stop shop. That's the key for me is that you don't have to call this company and make an appointment or do a video chat with them. They're all there. And so you can walk from this booth to that. And before you know it, you've demoed five products and it can kind of inform your downstream purchasing decisions as well as, you know, two and three years down the road, just start make building those relationships, networking. It will all help your business. I promise you. Got it. No, I love it. You're absolutely right. What is the cost to attend? What you, you spoke about the actual general admission. And then also you said there's some special type of events that you guys have going on. Can you kind of break those down for anybody listening or, you know, watching this so they understand, you know, wh what it costs to attend the different events? Sure. So I think, Romel, if we do this next year, we got to do it like a month uh, in advance because so uh, <laughs> after today's the 28th um, that we're recording this. So today's the last day of free registration. Okay. And so all the way from like January 1 through the end of February, registration is free. We just want you to be there. Wow. Um, after that, there is a cost because we have to fill out all the attempts to handle registration and to register the people on site and things like that. And so we really use it as an encouragement to register online for free. And then it goes up to, and, and you got to be sitting down for this. It's, it's $10 starting tomorrow. Okay. And so Come on, Toby, $10 yeah. whole dollars? Come I on, know, man. I know. It, it, it's, it's a struggle. I know. And, and you know, fuel prices and everything else, I feel bad. But right. it, it, it's a little bit of pain to encourage you to register early. And so, yeah, 10 bucks, And then I think March 14th, it goes up to 20 bucks. That's the price online or on site. And then to speak to you know the other events, so our VIP session, if you want to get in there early for Thursday mornings, um, special events and to see exhibitors kind of before we open the floodgates and introduce the, the show to the general trucking public. Um, it It's $99 to attend the VIP session. There's some code circulating that'll get you free or half off. If you want to use those, we encourage you to. Uh, the VIP breakfast that I mentioned, that's a $100 event, but it includes like a $60 breakfast. And Bosch will have some really great giveaways that we're happy to to be involved in. I think they're going to give away some drills and some merch and some different things that I think would be anyone would love to have. Um, and it's it's one price for all three days. This is not like a pay Thursday, pay Friday, pay Saturday. It's register for free and you get all three days or once it starts um, having a cost, you pay one time, you get a badge that's good for all three days. And it includes mm. so many free events like the DAT concert is free. The Truck Beauty Championship is free. All the education is free. Um, visiting all the exhibits is free. 
a lot of the, the opening reception is free. Just most of what we have as part of the show is free. And there really is something for everyone, free or paid. It's worth the price of admission. Got it. 100%. Now, this is you guys' second year back since COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we had 22. Uh, 22 math was right on kind of the tail of COVID as it was, you know, leaving our thoughts and minds. And, yeah. um, you know, so it was a bit of a down year for us attendance wise. But um, this year we're, we're kind of eking back up to full strength. And I think once some of the macroeconomic stuff goes away, I think we'll we'll take it to that next level. How, how was it during that downtime, man, when that when when COVID hit in 2020? What, what was that like for you guys? Uh, I not good, impossible, <laughs> uh, just a, a struggle. Because for us, you know, it um, it wasn't like the powers that be said, hey, you're not going to have a, an event for two years. It was we're planning, we're ramping up, you know, it's March and we're busy and we're, you know, doing all these things, gearing up for the show. And then March 12 of 2020 is a day that will live in infamy. We canceled our show. It was a day the NCAA canceled the, all of the championship events. All yep. of these major events just came to the same conclusion on the same day. And, you know, it was kind of like the day that the U.S. shut down. And so we, we threw in the towel then and, you know, prepping for the 21 event. We sold exhibit space. We brought in education. We did all these things. We started registration. We did all these things. And then just, you know, the kind of trying to forecast things out, the country just wasn't in a good enough place. And so we we threw in the towel a bit earlier on the 21 show, but it um, it was a two year nightmare is about the best way I can put it. Wow. So so what happens in a a situation like that? Because, you you know, you have all these sponsors and vendors, you have to like refund all these people and just (laughs) that must be a nightmare. It it was. But I'm I'm really, really. This is this is probably one of the things I'm most proud about for my career and for this show. And it's that we have the trucking industry is an awesome place to work. There are great companies, great vendors, great manufacturers, great suppliers. And we were all in that same boat together. And so for the most part, they understood what we were going through. You know, some asked for refunds, but for the most part, they were happy. Hey, hold my spot. Whenever mm. you do have a show, I'm there. Wow. The same with attendees and everything else. And I, I don't know that there's a lot of industries, events, anyone that could say that. Just the, yeah. level, of, the level of trust, the level of partnership. Um, and it really is a partnership to put on the show. But, you know, it was just at such a high level that we were both comfortable enough and, you know, we just move forward. And so we did what we could to survive and happy to say that we're in our second year now post COVID right. and just excited to not be talking about COVID and not have those <laughs> tough discussions and, you know, just moving forward, uh, happy and healthy and just excited to be putting on another show. For sure. How, how do you guys stay ahead of the curve, stay relevant and stay the premier, you know, one of the premier trucking events in, in, in the country? Like what, what are you guys doing? Just thinking forward to maintain your spot. Right. You were doing what you guys do. How, 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 what are your thoughts on that? Because I know you're always kind of thinking forward to where the show is going. Talk to me about that. It's all about the partnerships. It really is. So, you know, I, I'm. um Candidly, I'm not not the smartest guy. I can't predict the future, but with the power of, you know, this hive mind that we have with all of the attendees that we have great relationships with, all of our, you know, thought leaders that have their thumb on the pulse of this aspect of the industry or that aspect of the industry, and then all of our exhibiting companies. We, we, after each show, we kind of have this um, 
post-show conference where we discuss with our strategic partners, attendee, exhibitor, supplier, and just say, hey, where, what, where should we be headed? What should we be focused on? How should we tweak the show? I am never satisfied. There is never that perfect show that just doesn't even exist in my mind. <laughs> hey, we had a good show, but we messed up here. You know, I, I'm fine to make mistakes, but you know, just want to keep improving. And so with in consult with our attendees and exhibitors, we figure out what they need because at the end of the day, that's what our show is, is it's a forum for the industry. And so if the industry heads in this direction, we're heading in that direction. And so we just want to be um, support getting attendees networked and connected with exhibitors, showcasing all these products, and then focusing on all of the education, partners, regulations, everything else that our attendees need. And so we have this open line of communication with all of our supporting partners. What do you need? We'll make it happen. That's kind of our motto. Got it. Is there any piece of it? piece of advice that you could offer uh, this year's attendees, maybe somebody coming to Matt's for the first time. I know uh, when I spoke to somebody, they said, make sure you wear good shoes. <laughs> make sure you wear some comfortable sneakers, right? That was the advice for me. So what would be a piece of advice that you'd offer a new attendee coming to Matt's for the first time? Yeah. In addition to the plan ahead, definitely the comfortable yep. shoes. You know, it. you don't realize how, so, I mean, there are like five miles of aisles. And so, you know, it's, if you're trying to hit them all in a day, that's a lot. And I can tell you that um, I'm I'm 47. I'm not too old, but or 46, I guess. But um, my <laughs> knees and back, it, uh, by the end of the show, it my dogs are barking. I'm ready to just sleep. And so definitely the comfortable shoes is a big one. Uh, I think my record uh, for a year was on my little fitness tracker is 27,000 steps in a day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What? And I, that's what me trying to save it. You know, I'm... I, <laughs> I'm on a golf cart or anything I can to try to not put those steps in, but I'm still right. those numbers. And so definitely wear the comfortable shoes, um, be prepared, uh, be open-minded. You know, it's, we're all trying to get in there, see everything that we can. And so, um, you know, like with registration, if it's a 10 minute wait to get in, just, you know, be open-minded about it. We're, you know, be accepting of it. it um, we're all trying to get you on the show floor as quickly as possible pre-register for anything that you can, build that itinerary, wear comfortable shoes, secure your hotel rooms early, um, you know, make sure you've got your mode of transportation, go ahead and make your dinner plans early. You know, we're, Louisville's not a huge city. I, I call it a, a, a mid-sized city with a small city feel. Um, and so restaurants book up, hotels book up, make your plans, get your reservations right. in. You know, it's, um, you may come here. Louisville's a foodie city if you're into that. And so get your reservations in, you know, you don't want to have planned for that really nice steak and end up having to, you know, catch fast food <laughs> because everywhere is booked up. So just yeah. planning. It's, it's what I do for a living is plan. And so I just encourage others to plan as well. I love it. In five years, where do you see the Mid-American Trucking Show? That's a good one. Um, bigger than we are today. I think that we'll have um, more events than we have now under our umbrella. That's kind of our... Our plan moving forward is to, and there's lots of small events that take place uh, in trucking that, you know, maybe don't have the audience that, that, that they'd like, um, or the audience can't justify the spend to attend this small niche event. And so, you know, we're kind of opening up our umbrella and welcoming other smaller events that take place as part of MATS. Uh, this is exhibitor events, pre-existing events, anything. 
And so I, I think that we're going to have um, more events to offer, more reasons to offer attendees to come to the show. I think this show will be bigger and just more. There'll be more little events, more educational events, more exhibitors, more attendees. Um, you know, I really think with COVID, a lot of the events similar to mine, um, they've stopped. They're, they're not taking place anymore. Yeah. And so we're one of the few remaining events. And I think that um, as the macroeconomic cloud um, kind of parts ways and we start to see a little more sunshine, you're going to see the show uh, get bigger, get better. Uh, the facility is already planning a significant um, renovation and expansion. And we're on board with that. It's going to give us an opportunity to grow and grow in ways that we haven't thought of. And so we're just excited for the future. I think it's bright for us and, you know, hope everybody's on board and just keeps coming back. Got it. If somebody is listening now and they want to be a part of the show, what would be the best uh, person or the best way to reach out to you guys to kind of, you know, connect? Sure. I think truckingshow.com is the best route. Uh, and there's a contact us page on there. And so if you're looking for help with an event, there's a contact exhibit space, there's a contact um, or just give us a call. It, uh, you know, we're it's uh it's funny how many exhibitors I deal with that, you know, want to schedule a call or, you know, hey, what do you, what's your schedule look like a week from now? Well, I'm answering your email. I'm available right now. So just give me a call. And that's <laughs> right. That's how I feel. Just if, if anybody has something they want to reach out and talk about, give us a shout. We're, uh, we're always open uh, to discussions, to helping you out, to making your um, attendance or exhibiting at the show better, um, get make you more efficient, you know, help you do what you need to do. Uh, just reach out. We're we're always available and we can help with anything you need. Got it. And and last, I'll leave with this. This show is for entrepreneurs, pi primarily in the transportation and logistics space. Being an entrepreneur yourself, you're, you're building this amazing business. Give us a word of advice. Give us some encouragement. Just just what, what, what would be like a, a parting thought that you leave for all entrepreneurs out there and just maybe somebody who's who's in the business, who's struggling, you know, just just anything that you kind of leave with with them, like parting words uh, for me. And this is kind of how I live my life is um, I, I recognize that I'm not the smartest person and I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I want to associate myself with those who are smarter than I. And so this is where like the Matt's education comes into play. There's lots of thoughts, lead, thought leaders out there that um, have the experience, have the knowledge, have gone through what you're going through or have already addressed a problem that you're encountering today. Come to the show network. There's someone who is where you are today, but five years in the future. And they can tell you how they overcome that struggle, surmounted that challenge, whatever the case may be. The peer-to-peer -peer learning is a huge deal for me. And so lean on others. There's someone else has pioneered or addressed your situation. I'm positive. And so just find those people. That's the key to life is just find someone else who's already blazed the path, follow where you need to, deviate where you need to, and, and you'll go far. For sure. I love that. Well, Toby, we are definitely looking forward to connecting in about a month with you guys. This will be my first time attending Matt. So I'm so excited about it. I've been hearing about it for years. I don't know. It took me so long, but we're, we're, we're here now and, and we really look forward to, you know, being on the stage and, and adding value on the uh, educational panel. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, thank you for your partnership and we just look forward to connecting and, and doing bigger and better things in the future. Hey, we appreciate everything you're doing. Looking forward to the partnership and can't wait to see what you bring to the show. 
All right, Toby Hustle fam, we are out. Make sure if you haven't already, go to the website and and actually we'll have links in in this uh, video. You can go click. Make sure you get your tickets to the Mid American Trucking Show right now. You do not want to miss it. Everybody in the industry is there, so you don't you want to be there as well. Toby, thanks again for your time. I appreciate you, sir. Thanks for me. I appreciate it. If you twisted, confused, or stuck about trucks, don't be dumb. This is the place to come. Truck and hustle. Let's go.